0: Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast. I'm Tammy Brown, and together my husband Matt and I founded Sandals Church with the vision of helping people to be real with themselves, God, and others. Out of that vision came a personal burden to inspire and challenge women to cultivate kindness towards one another. My heart for Cultivate is to come alongside women so that we can grow spiritually wise, relationally kind, emotionally healthy, and connected in community. This podcast is my way of inviting you to join me for real conversations about what God's Word has to say and what it looks like for us, real women, to cultivate it into our everyday lives, always keeping in mind that we might not be where we want to be, but if we pursue this, we won't be where we were. Today's real conversation, I have one of my dearest friends, someone who is a pastor's wife at our church, on our Cultivate teaching team, and what is your new job title? It's a really <laughs> big, hard job, and I don't want it, mm-hmm. but it's you're handling story like a boss.
1: director. It's two words,
0: story director. She's a story director, Christina Crowley, <laughs> with us today. I can't huh? believe you've never been on the Cultivate podcast before. Oh, but I am a good a listener. I love it. I appreciate that. (laughs) So today we're going to have a real talk about kindness. This Mm -hmm. month, every week we're talking about kindness. And so we've talked about like kindness kindness myths already. Mm -hmm. Um, The difference between being nice Mm. and being kind. Nice sort of being the whitewashed tomb. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: kindness is actually what's inside it. Um, And we differentiated that. But today I want to talk about and just kind of dissect why... kindness and why it matters to God. So mm. no pressure on that one. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I always say she's gonna get so mad right now when I say this, but I always say when I grow up, I'm gonna be Christina Crowley. I don't know. I I, I think I'm how
1: it's long it's have reversed. I known you so Um, A long time We've been at Sandals for 16 years And
0: I have not changed my mind on this (laughs) But you are so wise And you are so strong strong It's not a big deal, honestly (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding But Christina is one of the people that I just Respect Um, I go to about spiritual things Mm -hmm. And um, so I just I love that we're going to have this conversation Mm -hmm. Together So when it comes to kindness And why it matters to God What's your first thought on that? (laughs) Oh, <laughs> this is like the hardest I'm so, topic I'm so excited. To have no you here. no
1: softball question to get started. Well I, I just think it's it's such a representation of of who he is at the core. I mean I think there's so many ways and words that we could use to describe who God is, but when we think about he saved us because of his loving kindness. Mm-hmm. I mean that passage of scripture that we talk about, I mean there's there's a reason that those two words are there, mm-hmm. you know. Love with the absence of kindness, kindness with the absence of love. I, they they just go together. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's actually interesting how many passages of scripture there are about kindness. right. In the Bible.
0: When I started this ministry, I was not aware of that. And then I have like word search. I'm like, what well, it it right. is weaved. All throughout right scripture. from
1: Genesis all the way through mm-hmm. I mean the very very beginning mm-hmm. so it's a really I think it's a super interesting not just word to unpack but um word to to live by and how we actually connect that to action and I just think of kindness is is not a passive word it's a very um, active word mm-hmm. there's ways that we see God do that over and over and then there's ways that we need to figure out how are we demonstrating this how are we actively, Living out this word in our relationships with others. I think, even with ourselves, kindness towards ourselves is important. So, there's just a lot to unpack in this word for sure.
0: Absolutely. I I think that the, the scripture you're referring to is in Titus and I'm not going to read the whole passage. I'm going to read the part that um we've talked about so many times at different cultivate mm-hmm. events in any um things that like we any content we've put out, but it's in his loving kindness he saved us. Mm-hmm. And I think when I think of that, I always think, man, if that was God's strategy, for us mm-hmm. like if his kind if, if saving us his kindness was his strategy what does that look like for us with other people mm. because you know over the years with cultivate I have received some feedback here and there about how kindness is not necessarily um, a spiritual attribute hmm. um, which I always I always think it's very interesting because I'm like man I think if we could get that right, we would be going in the deep end of the pool spiritually um, because so much of our sin is like rooted in unkindness towards one another. So much of our woundings, which like, it's just like opens Pandora's Mm. box to sin. And so I I think, man, that was his strategy for us. So kindness must really be at the heart of who God is because he could have mandated, he could have just done, it could have, phrase that so many different ways, you know, but that's how it poured out to us. And so I think, how do we glean from that? Like, obviously, as we cultivate scripture into our life and we think in this, like we're saved, like we get to spend eternity in heaven with God if we choose, let me say that out there, Um, if we we believe and repent and we're following Jesus after him. And so in that process is always for us to become more like him. Mm-hmm. right and um, less like the world more like Christ and so i think when like you can't even be on that pursuit without kindness right because that's part of the process yeah. of how he even brings us there and so it's interesting to me that so many times i've heard about how digging deep into kindness isn't actually like spiritual like it's watered down and i'm like i actually think kindness has been the thing that um can repel people from Jesus. And so right. that's kind of a big deal, Yeah, you know? So any thoughts on that? Yeah, the, fir- the first thing that comes to mind
1: is, I mean, kindness is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So... I mean, there's that. So <laughs> <laughs> to not have it be an attribute that is spiritual or holy. I mean, I love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. I mean, it makes the list of things that Paul is telling us in the book of Galatians, like these are ways that you're marked by the Holy Spirit. Right. You know, walking these out. And I think, I just wonder if sometimes, I don't know, in in my own life, I think, you know, when I look at the fruit of the, of the spirit, you know, yeah, I want more love. You know, I want to be able to show more love. I want to be able to receive more love. Or I think about peace, you know, man, all the things of life that are causing worry and anxiety. And, and desperately wanting the fruit of peace in my life, but when I think about kindness, it it, I, it does. It's kind of one of those things. that's easy just to kind of. I it don't know. Maybe seems it seems simple. In the middle, it right? seems too simple. Yeah, but it it is. We're marked by the Holy Spirit and the the fruit of God in our lives when we are walking out and living out kindness as an attribute. And you know, I think that aside from the power of the Holy Spirit at work in us. This isn't something that we just in our own strength muster up. I'm going to mm-hmm. get out right. of bed and be kind today. you right. know, Or I'm going to be patient and today. You, and
0: then you interact with one person and right. you're like, well, there the that went.
1: <laughs> but I think it's an opportunity as we're growing as women to look and live more like Christ and from who Christ is, that some practical ways we can, you know, apply that to our life is when we wake up in the morning, it's just if this is an area where we need to grow in, you know, Lord, let there be opportunities today for me to come face to face. I hope
0: you mean that (laughs) when you pray it because that person pray for patience anymore. (laughs) Yeah, pray for for opportunity to be kind. Yeah. That's,
1: they will come. God has a funny way, <laughs> a funny sense of humor of answering our prayers in that way. And I, I think too, like kindness is something that, you know, Jesus pursued us. And when I think about that, that passage that you're talking about, it says, but when, when God, our Savior and love, appeared, He mm-hmm. saved us because of his mercy, and the very end of that verse goes on to say his loving kindness saved us, Mm -hmm. then we should respond with our lives. So this fact that God is so intentional in the fact that he saved us with kindness, like what does it look like for us to be intentional Mm -hmm. with how we live from that place? Not just waiting for moments of kindness to come, but I think the next place is like really pursuing. What does it look like to be a pursuer of being kind? Not Mm -hmm. just when we have an opportunity to respond. I think those yeah, are yeah. two different things. Yeah. Um, just like Christ pursues us mm-hmm. through his kindness, mm-hmm. we pursue others through kindness. It's a powerful thing to, I think, wrap our heads around.
0: Absolutely. Melody and I talked on the last episode, again, about the difference between being nice and kind. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like what it says, we should respond with our lives in this passage of scripture. As we look at what does it cultivate, what does it look like to cultivate this into who mm-hmm. we are I think I think back to that last conversation where it's like being nice is something we do but being kind is part of who we're be- we are the becoming mm-hmm. and this is the response w- is with our lives Yeah. you know so um, I was saying like you've heard me say this too. You've heard Matt say it like if you have a cup and you shake it, what's gonna come out of the cup? Well, whatever sense. was in it. Mm-hmm. And so I want us to be women that inside is the kind thing. And that doesn't mm-hmm. mean we get it perfect every time, but it's more about who we are than what we do. Mm-hmm. Because our lives, like this scripture, when when our lives intersect with this scripture, it's because it's our response. To what God did right. for us. Like, and if we're looking to Jesus as our way, our truth, and our light, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, that's what He did. So it's what we're supposed to do. Right. You know, and so I think to, to not have the conversation about why kindness matters to the heart of God, like, it's everything mm-hmm. to Him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's everything to us, right? Mm-hmm. Because without it, we're not saved. Right. There's no other side of all of this. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think, I think that dismissing or discounting the role and the priority of kindness to God just diminishes mm-hmm. so much of who He is. So um, what does it look like, or what are some ideas you have? Like, what does it look like to live out spiritual maturity? How have you done it? Tell me how you got <laughs> to where you are. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Tell me your ways. Christina's know, my spiritual Yoda. She hates this, so I had to say it. Actually, <laughs> as
1: I was thinking about this, and this is something that I'm personally processing a lot in my life right now is when I am at capacity, like let's just talk about any of the fruit of the Holy Spirit, they seem to go uh-huh. out the window. And I feel like capacity is a conduit for kindness. It's an on-ramp for kindness. And what I mean by that is I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> when, when I feel so full and uh-huh. maxed uh-huh. when you're talking about the glass, which... It's just, just a season in my life where I feel that, and so a, a natural tendency that I'm observing is the lack of kindness that comes out of me, because I I, <laughs> I don't have, have never capacity. seen it. I'm not believing it. <laughs> I don't. I haven't like, asked Dan though. <laughs> oh, he's got yeah, he's got some stories, I'm sure. But just the when when I'm at capacity, not only am I I not responding in a way <clears throat> to create room for kindness, but there's no. There's no room for interruption in my day, if that makes sense. So, I I think there's an opportunity for when we create capacity, then we create space for kindness to more readily, more easily Mm -hmm. come out of us. So, I think a lot of times as women, we live like backs against the wall. Yeah. No margin. Mm -hmm. You know, we're all things to all people all the time. And when we live from that place every day, where is there space for holy interruptions? Mm-hmm. And I think when God brings a distraction or something that would feel like an interruption our day, we have an opportunity to practice kindness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But for me, if I'm at capacity, I, I'm not even noticing you, much You're less
0: annoyed. Yes, an annoyance instead of an opportunity. Yes.
1: <laughs> and so I think for me, that's one thing I'm trying to be mindful of is how do I create margin in my life so that. Living from a place of kindness mm-hmm. is more easily for me. I can more easily mm-hmm. instead of feeling like a failure in it. It's like okay, I've got actually room to practice this, and mm-hmm. I think that's it. It's practice. You mm-hmm. practice it. Yeah, I'm gonna practice choosing to be a giver of good. You know, mm-hmm. a, a giver of words that are affirming and life giving, than just a taker of mm. somebody occupying my space that is. Annoying and irritating, right? <laughs> I mean, like, right. I don't know if that makes any sense. I just know, like, absolutely. capacity is a conduit of def- kindness. It,
0: it it is for sure because you you miss it or you're annoyed by it or you become the very thing you don't want to be, which is unkind. Right. With with capacity, so I have never thought about it like that. I really love that. When I think of kindness and why it matters so much to the heart of God, I think about, um, I actually think about people who I know that are the most unkind Mm. but say they love God. Mm. Because that messes with me. Like I am just a person like you're saying one thing, but you do another thing. Right. And so I, I just think that that had got me thinking through what gives someone credibility. You know, if you're rude to me all the time, and then you're like, "Well, let me tell you about the life-saving good news of Jesus," and no, I'm like, you. "But you're right. You're, I want nothing. Whatever mm-hmm. that is, I mm-hmm. want none of it." Yeah. And so I just kind of here's my thread that I go down about why this matters to God is because kindness gives us credibility. Mm-hmm. That's good. Our kindness is part of our, you know, our character, right? Which gives us credibility, mm-hmm. which is the opportunity. Mm-hmm. With opportunity, we have the good news to share we have the opportunity to share about the good news of Jesus, which saves people's lives here on earth and for all time. And so uh, it has to matter to God because Mm -hmm. our unkindness, the reverse of that is it repels people from God. Then we're like, I'm a Christian. They're like, well, then I don't want any of that. Like, I think there's no words that can be said that speak louder than kindness for what we believe about who God is. And... um. I, I don't think we give it enough credit of why it is actually one of the most important, not the most important, but one of the most important spiritual disciplines there is. Right. Is to, I mean, so many things come under the umbrella of kindness, you know, forgiveness, love, mercy, com- yeah, empathy, mm-hmm. compassion, um, giving, generosity, you know, so mm-hmm. much of it. I mean, those are all the heart of God, you know? And so I think that, when it comes to why does kindness matter to the heart to mm-hmm. God, like it's everything, right. Absolutely. <laughs> and he started it there, yeah, yeah, and so I think when I think about growing and cultivating God's word and maturing, um, I, I was ta- I've talked in other podcasts that we've had about just my own process of like, kindness is really easy when someone's kind to you. Right, like okay. you're nice to me, so I could be nice to you. Or, you, um, where where kindness, where the rubber really meets the road with kindness, is when someone's terrible to you. Yep. Or if it's a circumstance or situation that you don't like, mm-hmm. <laughs> then it's like, okay, like, do is it like anything goes at that point mm-hmm. like and i think for me as i'm maturing in christ i can't go into a situation when someone's nice to me i don't think that's any measure of my kindness it's when someone's unkind and i have to literally ask myself sometimes in my mind and sometimes i say it out loud like what does kindness look like right now what is kindness?" Right. That's um, a great question you know like it's a great question. what it, does it look like Overlooking? Mm -hmm. You know, does it look like um, not keeping score? Does it look like forgiving as I want to be forgiven? Does it look like judges I want to be judged? Because let me tell you, nothing motivates me towards kindness than that passage of scripture that says you'll be judged the way you judge. Because then I'm like, oh, okay. I want to be judged. Pretty lightly, right, to be honest right. with you. And so. Same. same. <laughs> and so I think when I think of this, I think that that's a good way to measure it is, how, how do you respond to unkindness? That's when you're really intersecting with yeah. why it matters to the heart of God. Because He, he saved us. We were dead in sin is mm-hmm. what Scripture says, and He saved us. So we were... Yep unkind in him in Mm -hmm. scripture. If you want scriptures being opposed to God, right. It's far from God. It's the gap from God and it's missing the mark. And so if that's how he responded, Mm -hmm. what does it look like for us to respond? I think a myth in this and, um, a myth in this that I don't know if we talked about in another episode, but it's kind of like, well, responding to kindness always looks like reconciliation or like, Mm. We still have to be besties. Like, I don't necessarily think that is what God has every single time Mm -hmm. either. Like, He wants us to love. He wants us to forgive. That doesn't mean we have to spend all our time together, like, in that response. So, like, if you're unkind to me and I respond to you, kindness doesn't necessarily look like, okay, we just. Keep, you know, keep on being right if, if it's detrimental to one or the other of us. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that's a myth about kindness. But I do think what it means is I can still honor you in what mm-hmm. I say about you or what I don't say about you. That's the right. one I don't think we talk about enough. It's like what well, we could say, but we choose it, not yes. to because yes. that's
1: the that's the kind thing to do, right. And that also helps keep our heart in check so that we're not in this place of sinning too. You know, I think I love what you just shared because you listed off several different ways I think that kindness looks. And I wonder if one reason why kindness is so hard for us to kind of grab our, our hands around, or you mentioned earlier, people, people dismissing it as
0: not spiritual. not
1: spiritual is because it's hard to quantify. Well, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we talk about forgiveness, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's so many definitions of what that tangibly looks like, mm-hmm. right? Or if we, we know what love looks like or feels like, but to, to have a list of these are ways that we are modeling kindness, I think is super critical. The other thing I think about is in that passage in Titus, it says, he saved us because of his mercy, not because of the righteous things that we had done. Mm. And so this idea that, you know, Christ in His loving kindness wasn't rewarding us for our good behavior.
0: Like, right, look right. what I'm gonna
1: do now, because yeah. I'm gonna save you. No, I mean, He withheld judgment. He withheld what we deserved. What we had coming. Mm-hmm. And which is why I think this is such an active word for us. So when someone doesn't deserve it, we still extend kindness when, when someone um, hurts or wounds us. You know, it's an opportunity to extend kindness with boundaries too. Like uh-huh. I think that's uh-huh. where, I mean, you guys have talked about this so great on on the podcast recently about just even like gatekeepers and what that looks uh-huh. like of healthy boundaries. And so I think there's that's where the spiritual maturity and the accountability comes in. I, I think we don't need to walk this out just even on our own. Like that's where we need women in our lives uh-huh. and we need people like, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. This is a response of how I am how I think I should move forward. Can mm-hmm. you counsel me? Does that, does that, am I in alignment with Have more, I no? ever
0: come to you and been like the worst about someone? The answers, yes. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm Christina, like, wait, I, don't I don't know what you say right <laughs> now. <laughs> and I'm like, come to you like, Christina. And she'll be like, well, in her very Christina voice, like <laughs> leading me back, and my point in that is, I think that's what's so valuable because mm. when we're real with ourselves, we we in our flesh want to respi- respond unkind. To- totally, totally. That's why. That's why. Um, that's why it's so important to. Have other women to be mm-hmm. like, I hear you. And, right. and man, that must have been hurtful. Yeah. But also, right. here's what God's calling us to. There's and I know it's hard, but it's best for you. Yeah.
1: I Going back to um, the Galatians passage, where, you know, this is Galatians chapter five, um, verses. Twenty-two through twenty twenty-six. If anybody wants to to check it out later, but I love how Paul is talking about how the Holy Spirit is producing these through the Spirit. Mm-hmm. But right before that, he's talking about all of the the sinful natures of the Spirit, and that you know part that's is where
0: convicting.
1: <laughs> I, well, I mean, we're like you know we could sit there and go, okay, drunkenness, no, you know, orgies, no, source. I mean, there we could all sit there and go through the list and like, go, not, 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 but. The, then it gets down into you know sins like envy and uh-huh. and selfishness and
0: oh, and geez. jealousy
1: and but Paul is saying this is what it looks like to to live in our our, our spirit that's not from God and this uh-huh. is what it looks like when the holy spirit um, invades your heart and your life and and there's this war that goes on in between every, us
0: and i all, all the day, time every day <laughs> and i think
1: that's something that as women if we could go okay there is a battle for mm-hmm. our responses every single day that we don't then beat ourselves up necessarily that we're failing or we're falling when mm-hmm. we don't respond maybe exactly the way we'd want to with kindness there is a there's a battle of our our, our fleshly nature and the nature that God wants to put in us and it's there needs to be grace and the growth for that for so, sure for I, sure yeah I would say for any of the women who are maybe like uh, this is like the big one for me I, I kindness is not even on the radar like what is the step that you can take what is the where is the grace and mm-hmm. growth for you? Um, it could be that thing of withholding, like I'm withholding words today, which I wanted to say to my husband before (laughs) he walked out the door, but that wouldn't be kind. So I'm withholding.
0: You are so kind.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Come on, you know me better than that.
0: Here's the thing though. I love that you referenced that. And I think as, you know, as we start to wrap up, that's what I want. I mean, that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I've had to do in this last year. I know you do this and anyone listening to really cultivate this passage of Galatians five, um, into read mm-hmm. it. But even if you ask yourselves, because here's, here's why kind of a final thought on why I think mm-hmm. kindness matters to the heart of God. And it's sort of where I I had started with, I think that, I look at the opposite side of that coin of like, when I see the opposite of these things Mm -hmm. by anyone who says they love God, I'm like, God, that what? yeah, Uh, You know, and it repels people Mm -hmm. from us, which repels them from God. Mm -hmm. And so I think when it comes to the heart of God, kindness matters because of these things, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, Mm self-control for those of, us listen you know for us for those of us listening when you look at this list I mean some of those I'm like I am killing it at that <laughs> and then others I'm like oh I'm mm-hmm. not very self-controlled or gentle you yeah, know yeah. like to, to look at this and what does it look like for you to to be real with yourself about you know what I'm I'm missing it when it comes to this. I'm missing when it comes to kindness. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself, who are the people that is really easy for me to be kind to? Mm-hmm. And then set that list aside and mm-hmm. then make That's a list good. of who are the people that are really difficult for me to be unkind to? Maybe write out why. Yeah. And then literally get real with God and pray mm-hmm. over each of those things and ask God to help you see them. Because here, here's what I think when it comes to kindness is are we more concerned about ourselves sometimes? Like Mm. I know for me, I'll withhold my (laughs) kindness or withhold my forgiveness or my peace or my patience or my goodness or whatever, because I'm so worried about me of like, you're going to think you got away with this, or Mm. you're going to get away with hurting me. And I think more about being right with myself or with others more than I do about being right with God. Mm. And I think when we think about what's most important to us, is it is it being right, like feeling like I was I was right with myself, like I mm-hmm. protected me, or um, I don't? I want to be right when it comes to others or right with God. And yeah. I think if our heart is constantly moving towards or redirecting back, you know, sometimes we can get off a little redirect back mm-hmm. towards what matters most to us is being right with God. Um, kindness just has to be key in in mm-hmm. who we decide to be. Um, yeah, I think it's it's hard for me to get real with because I like anyone want to be unkind and then but when I think about but God is so kind to me, right? you know, what I mean? it's yeah. like, oh,
1: no, I love. <laughs> I have no other words. Oh, I, <laughs> well, I think it's the as you talk about, you know, what our motivations are. I think that's a really great question. You know, I think a lot of times for me, I like to think it. You know, like, what's at stake if I don't live from this place? Uh-huh. You know, if I don't practice these things, what's at stake in my relationships with those that I love most? Um, What's at stake with the relationships of those who maybe aren't in my inner circle? But if I'm going to leave an imprint on what Uh their experience was Uh with me or with God on behalf of God. Um, And I even think like what's at stake? You know, we talked about this earlier, like when we don't have capacity Mm-hmm. So there's no room mm-hmm. for any sort of interruption in our life because we're maxed at capacity. Like what's at stake? Uh, what are we missing out on? Who are who are we missing out on blessing? Mm-hmm. And when we think about kindness as this, this act, this action, like, I don't know, I, I wouldn't want to stand before God someday and just be like, oh man, you were so dang busy. You had so little capacity to be kind. And these are all the opportunities that were missed where you could have been an extension of my love and my grace and my mercy. Um, and so for me, I think when I wrestle with this, that is just the the place for me where I need to get real and and just invite God in like every day, multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. God, as I go into this meeting, as I go into this conversation, as I go into the grocery store as I go like- Especially the grocery hi- store. Hi- yes, like, <laughs> highlight opportunities for me to practice mm-hmm. kindness. And I think once we start to, just like with anything as we're growing in our relationship with God and what it looks like to be, you know, spiritually wise and mature, I think as there's grace in the growth and we put these things into practice, mm-hmm. they become less about, Oh my gosh, I gotta do this. Like and more just who we are. It starts to overflow yeah. from us. Yeah. And that's a place of victory that's to be celebrated mm-hmm. when we don't say the thing that we wanted to say.
0: And then you go home and you're like, yeah, I didn't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we send a text,
0: guess what I didn't do today. But I think
1: that's just, we need to make sure we we have markers too to celebrate where the growth Mm -hmm. is happening. And and I also think inviting other people again to really speak in into us. If we don't think we struggle with kindness, that's when it's a great opportunity to say, "Hey, is this a blind spot for me?" Mm-hmm. You know, um, those that's why community is so important. Mm-hmm. That's why relationships get into a community group. That's right now <laughs> um, because we can't always see our blind spots. Mm-hmm. And, those that we love will will speak directly to us.
0: Right, so, right. Yeah. One of the things that you said that I love that I want to make sure isn't lost in all of the conversation is you don't go at this alone. You have the mm. Holy Spirit. And I'll tell you, in my worst moments when I have nothing in me to give it, the Holy Spirit comes through, yeah. you know? And I think that we don't acknowledge or, rec- or tap into even like mm-hmm. God's power in us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just, just to know, there's probably some places f- for some people where it's just like, I, I don't have this. Mm-hmm. Like God is with you. Like, like his spirit dwelling in us, we're not on our own in this, and that's I think the thing that I think maybe is a shift for us to remember and remind ourselves of. When I think about, like you said, who who did I miss? What I think about when I think about my unkindness is I think about I had said sort of some version of this earlier, but I think kindness is the language we speak loudest, mm. and um, I think like who who is missing. God because I'm reflecting him in the worst Mm -hmm. kind of a way, you know, but I'm like, look at me. Like, so what's at stake for me is like literally people meeting Jesus. You know, I, I have some people in my life, they're not Christians and, um, and we have someone in our circle that is a Christian Mm And they're the most unkind person ever, and and I've tried to speak into that gently, more direct, in anger, yeah. like all the different ways, every strategy, and I because I just watch like I'm an outsider watching in of all of these unbelievers with this believer, and all of them going, I don't want like God mm. is what, yeah. and and they are repelled from Jesus because of the unkindness, and I'm I watch this and I just think, man. I want to be so careful. Yeah, you know that doesn't mean we compromise who we are, right. compromise what we believe. But there is a way, and the more, like you said, we practice it, that that you start to figure out how mm. to not compromise and still yeah. be kind. It can be done. God's spirit in there, and. And so much is at stake, Mm -hmm. and so I'm so grateful for this conversation. Thank you. You're one of the busiest people I know right now.
1: Just the season.
0: (laughs) I'm like Christina. She's like, "Well, I have lunch." I'm like, "I'll take your lunch." So I don't know if you've gotten to eat lunch, but I'm just so grateful Mm -hmm. for you being on here for being on our teaching team. I think since the very beginning. Remember that time we dressed up?
1: Oh my! (laughs) I think that was our very first. Oh, I have pictures. You, you.
0: I wore like I I wore heels. Yeah, send to me. She'll post it on our social you know how media. Far we've One come. of our first seasons, we all dressed up to like match our teaching. What were we thinking? You wore like a wedding well, dress and combat boots. Okay,
1: I, my teaching was on a spiritual warfare, so I wanted to dress as a like a warrior princess. So I had yeah, I had yeah, you are camo and ammunition <laughs> uh-huh. and you had a oh, and I was so...
0: like not the pat like not fitting in my own skin I wore right. and like the perception of what a pastor's wife is and I had like a blazer with big shoulder pads and shoes and that were like a size way 10? too big yeah for your little tiny foot <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> What what we have done for cultivate and we needed somebody women. to say don't do that. Don't I know it's like those yearbook pictures you don't want to look back <laughs> on, but we're actually going to share them with you all. So we will. catch us on social media. Thanks for having me.
1: This was great. I love you so much, and and I just want to say that you um you champion this so well, and mm. knowing you as well as I know you and for the number of years and overseas and you live Oh my good. <laughs> you live this. I mean you live this Thank behind you. the scenes. You live this mostly. <laughs> but just to be a champion of this, not just for your yeah, own life. Yeah. But because it's made such a difference in you mm-hmm. and through you. You're championing it on behalf of others. And it is it's a it's a it's a life changer. Yeah. It really is a life changer for us to learn to live from a place of kindness. So I'm glad to uh, share the conversation with you.
2: Mm, Thank you. you. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the Cultivate Podcast. If you were encouraged by what you heard, we kindly ask you to share this episode through Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Then tell a friend. We'd love our conversation to help you start your own. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave a review. We love hearing what you think and we know others will too. Cultivate Women exists to help women like you grow spiritually wise in a community of kindness. If you attend Sandals Church, join us as we live out what we're learning on the weekends by using our weekly reflection guide. This is written by women for women so that you can cultivate the truth of God's Word into your life. Find it every Monday at cultivate.sc slash discussion. You can keep up to date on all things Cultivate by following Cultivate Women on Instagram and Facebook by visiting our website at cultivate.sc. Because Cultivate is just one piece of the ministry of Sandals Church, be sure to find our current and archive sermons from Pastor Matt Brown at sandalschurch.tv or go to sandalschurch.com to visit a campus near you. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Debrief podcast where Pastor Matt is giving real answers to tough questions from the Bible. Find it at debrief.show or wherever you find podcasts. Friends, until we connect again, here or in person, remember, cultivate kindness.